Why, hello there, everyone. It's a new week. In fact, it's a week of October 28th, and that means a new episode of Future Flicks. This is episode 17, and I have an odd amount of documentaries for you this week, and a couple horror movies, and Tom Hanks. Because who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Communists. That's who. Well, everyone, as always, I am Billiam, and let's start with the news. Actress Catherine Adams died. She was in movies like The Hunchback of Notre Dame. She was 96. Also passing away last week or was Kevin Meany. He was a stand-up comedian. In other news, Tim Miller is not returning to direct Deadpool 2, citing creative differences with star Ryan Reynolds. Hopefully Deadpool 2 will still be as good as Deadpool 1 even without the director and we'll see how much of the greatness was Ryan Reynolds and how much came from Tim Miller. Lastly in the news, Donald Glover from the show Community, you know he played Troy from Troy and Abed in the Morning, was cast as young Lando Calrissian in the upcoming Han Solo standalone film. Well, folks, it was a short news segment this week, so let's get on with the housekeeping before we get to the movies. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and any podcast listening app. Also, the somewhat nerdy website, which you should keep bookmarked and visit frequently. Need to reach me? Leave a comment for me on the Somewhat Nerdy website or the Facebook page. Also, leave a comment on this video on SoundCloud. You can also hit me up on Twitter at BilliamsSWN. You can email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. And be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and the Watch Your Mouth podcasts. Also brand new for your ear holes is the Nerds of the Square Circle, a new weekly podcast from the Somewhat Nerdy Guys about wrestling everyone's favorite soap in the ropes. So you know what, let's get started with this documentary heavy week. You know what, Halloween's coming up, what better way to celebrate than documentaries, right? No, not really. They're just oddly timed, I guess. The first is called Oasis Supersonic. This is an in-depth look at the life and music of the Manchester-based rock band Oasis. Alright, I, I was never a huge Oasis fan. I liked their singles, but I never felt the need to need bah, to dive into their discography. This does look like an interesting documentary, but not one that's needed to be seen in theaters. If it had more of a focus on concert footage, that could warrant a theater watch just to see, see it on the big screen with that sur- booming surround sound. That would make it worth it. However, this one looks like one that can be watched from the comfort of your own couch. So my vote on this one, watch it if you're a fan of the band. But if you do watch it, watch it at home. Skip it in theaters. This one comes out on October 26th, not the 28th. Next up is Give Me Danger. This is another in-depth look, sarcastic air quotes, but this time it's at the legendary punk band The Stooges. Alright, I was an Iggy Pop fan growing up, and while I don't listen to The Stooges as much anymore, I still really enjoy their music. This looks like a, a good documentary, but once again, not the kind that should be seen in theaters unless you're a huge fan of the band. This one looks like it has more com- concert footage than Supersonic, but it's still it still be the same on the small screen. 
This is directed by Jim Jarmuch. I think that's how you say it. Who also directed my movie night pick of the week, which is going to come up after this. But first, my vote. Check this out on streaming or DVD if you're a fan. Otherwise, pass. I mean, if you're not a fan of The Stooges or if you're not a fan of Oasis, you're not going to want to watch these anyway. So my movie night pick of the week is Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. Now, don't laugh. All right, do not laugh. Give me a moment to explain. So if you don't know, Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai, is about a mafia hitman who models himself after The Way of the Samurai. One day, he finds himself targeted by the mob. This movie is from way back in 1999 and stars Forrest Whitaker from movies like The Last King of Scotland. I knew this movie existed, but never gave it any thought until my Japanese history teacher told the class that he thinks it's one of the best American-made movies that captures the spirit of the samurai. We all laughed, until we realized he was serious. He told us that The Last Samurai, while it was a great movie, suffered from many inaccuracies that Ghost Dog didn't suffer from. I later watched it, just to see why my teacher would say that. And it didn't suffer from the inaccuracies because it didn't attempt to be accurate. This is a dude in America who just lives by the samurai code. Sure, we can go into greater discussions about samurai and how there were different stages in the history of the samurai and how they went from warriors to politicians, but I don't want to get in that discussion. Not right now. Maybe later. Not on this podcast. Uh, Forrest Whitaker gives a great performance, and it's overall a fantastic movie that many people haven't seen, or people just overlook it because they think it sounds ridiculous. The name is ridiculous. The premise is silly, but it was really good. It was it was really well done. So please give this movie a shot if you haven't seen it yet. So if you need a movie you can get cheap, this is about four bucks to rent on Amazon or seven bucks to buy, and I think that is worth a shot. So my vote, just buy it. It's seven bucks. Come on. What is that? One and a half morning coffees from Starbucks? Come on. This is going to be another shorter episode. And I think it's partially because there's not a lot coming out. And also because I think I'm really finding my stride with this. And the more comfortable I get, the more I do this, the more I edit it. I think the shorter it's going to be. So that's going to mean quicker for you, for you to get all the movie news you need and then move on to your next podcast. So if you didn't know, October 30th is Diwali or Depravali. I think that's how you say it. The Hindu Fist Festival of Lights. And this next movie comes out just in time. It's called, and I'm going to butcher this name so terribly. So just... I'll, I'll spell it out like I always do. A dil hai mushil. Yeah, mushil, I believe. It's A E space D I L space H A I space M U S H I L. This is a story of three characters, Ayan, Alize, and Saba, and their journey through heartbreak and love. Okay, th- this one looks really good. It looks like an Indian take on those American movies that are named after holidays like New Year's and Valentine's Day and stuff like that, where it's some story that involves a few couples who whose paths all cross. This looks just like those, except for it's for Diwali. I can't really say much about this because I talk about all these Indian movies every time they come out because, well, that's my job. But I rarely get to see them because the closest theater around my area that plays them is an hour away in the city of San Jose. So unless you're huge into Bollywood, this is something you can enjoy at home if you ever want to enjoy it. Uh, It looks 
funny. It looks like it has some really good musical numbers, like a vast majority of Bollywood movies do. It looks like it's going to be cute and romantic with a little bit of heartbreak just tucked in there for good measure. But once again, it looks like a movie that would be interesting, but not a must-see. So my vote is pass, unless you check out the trailer and it just speaks to you. But you'll probably have to wait for DVD or streaming just to get those wonderful, wonderful subtitles. And my drink is empty, so you know what that means. It is time for our break. So here's our word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Imagine yourself on a journey with the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. All right, we are back, and I have a brand new drink. So all is right in the world. It is Halloween time, ladies and gentlemen, and that means scary movies. Yay! There are two coming out this week. Well, one coming out this week and one coming out next week on Halloween. And since I don't get my episodes out till Tuesday or Thursday, I thought I'd talk about it now. The first one is called The Unspoken. In 1997, the Anderson family vanished from the home without a trace. No bodies were ever found. For 17 years, the house has remained undisturbed. Until now. I could be a dude that does voiceover for trailers, right? I mean, come on, that wasn't half bad, and I've had no formal training. In a world. Right? Come on. Come on, back me on this. But let's get on with the movie. This stars Jodell Fairland from Silent Hill and Neil McDonald from Captain America, the first Avenger. What we have here is your average modern horror. Jump scares, weird ghost things appearing behind people, and demonic ghouls. This movie doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look good. I, I bet you I'll end up watching it, but not this year. I'll end up watching it in a year or two when I see it on holiday sale somewhere. This movie is one of those ones where it has some some unsuspecting teenager watching some kid, some creepy kid or something, and then finds out that there's some demonic thing going on or there's ghosts. I, I don't know what it is. It looks like there's actually both. Like there's a haunting and like demonic rituals and stuff like that. It looks like this movie just pulls from all these different sources just to try and make something original. And I I would like to applaud them for trying to do this, uh, but it doesn't seem like it's going to work. It really doesn't. And since there's yet another movie like this coming out, I'm really excited to see where the horror genre goes from there. Because like I've said before, and if you're a fan of horror movies like Roz's, like you too will see this, that horror movies all clump together. And we've had we've had times where there have been a whole bunch of zombie movies coming out, vampire movies, monster movies, slasher flicks, ghosts. And now I want to see where it's going to go next. I really want to see what that next big thing is. But as far as this movie goes, my vote is that you skip it unless you absolutely have to see a scary movie in theaters and none of your local theaters are playing any fun midnight movies. The next movie on the horror list is called Sorority Slaughterhouse. 
A group of college girls with bad pasts all wake up to find themselves locked in a sorority house with a killer among them. This stars Eric Roberts from The Dark Knight, and I think this is one of those movies that he'll do just for the paycheck, not because there's any part of the script that actually appealed to him. Someone probably went, okay, hey, here's this movie they want to do. They're going to throw X amount of money at you, and they only need you for so many days. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure, sure, I'll do it. I'll do this stupid looking movie, because this movie does look really bad. There is a wonderfully cheesy type of movie with over-the-top deaths and bimbos and jocks being killed by mass maniacs. Movies that don't take themselves seriously, but at the very least have the self-respect to put a little effort into it. This isn't one of those movies. This looks truly awful. My friend Count Casimir, I'm going to use his internet handle because I'm not sure if he wants me using his name, made a movie when he was in high school for a class and it was exactly what you'd expect from a group of high school nerds. It was funny, but you know that quality I'm talking about where they just grabbed like one of their parents' cameras or something and just made props themselves and used their own their own clothes for the costumes. When you compare that movie he made to Sorority Slaughterhouse, he would more likely win an Oscar first than them. Cheesy over-the-top slasher fix are amazing. They're wonderfully fun and stupid, but this movie is not one of them. This looks really bad. Like, j just watch the trailer. Go out and watch the trailer, and you'll cringe it looks so bad. So my vote is skip it. You'll want to watch something cheesy. It's Halloween. Sit down on the couch, wrap yourself up in a blanket, get some popcorn, and watch a scary movie. Let's go on to the next movie and the final documentary of the week. This one is called Before the Flood. This is a documentary about climate change and what humanity can do to prevent it. This is a documentary narrated by and starring Leonardo DiCaprio, and it looks really good. I think movies with this sort of message should be pushed more, because it's a message that's important to me. Leo should be making the rounds with all the press people, pushing this the same way big-budget blockbusters get pushed. And I have seen him out there pushing it, but just not as much as, like, Inferno has been pushed, or movies from the previous weeks, like The Accountant or Keeping Up with the Joneses have been pushed. This one looks like it could be worth seeing in theaters, not because of the message, but because of the beautiful shots and the beautiful shots of earth would even look better on the big screen i don't think this is going to get the same buzz as an inconvenient truth but i think it should because leonardo dicaprio would be a much more relatable narrator and voice to listen to than al gore i liked an inconvenient truth but leo's just better at it this looks like a well-thought-out and presented documentary, but my only drawback is that this is done by the same person who did The Cove. And there was a lot of controversy about that movie, and a lot of people saying that they just made stuff up. Like, there, there isn't actually a cove where Japanese slaughter, you know, hundreds and thousands of dolphins every year. I just googled it, and there still isn't a definitive answer on whether this happens or whether it doesn't. So as a documentary, it's credibility is still up in the air. But that aside, this one, Before the Flood, looks really good. It looks beautiful with a nice presentation. It comes out on October 30th, and my vote is you check it out. But most of you will probably just check it out at home if you watch it at all. But if you see any documentary in theaters, it's good. it should be this one, just because it looks like it has enough visuals where it'd be worth a theater watch. All right, people, we have two movies left. That's just two. Second to last is Inferno. 
Wannabe Indiana Jones, Robert Langdon, wakes up in a hospital in Italy with a case of amnesia and accusations against him of a theft. He must team up with his beautiful woman of the hour to solve the crime and also save the world from destruction. This stars cinema golden boy Tom Hanks, also stars Felicity Jones from Rogue One, and Ben Foster from Pandorum. And this looks good? I love all the actors in it. I really love all of them. And Ron Howard is a great director. And I've liked the few Dan Brown books that I've read, but all these movies have always just been so meh to me. I, I just finished watching The Da Vinci Code, and I enjoyed it, but it's forgettable. Angels and Demons was the same way. They were better books than movies. This one, I bet you it's going to be good. I bet you it's going to be really good. People who see it will enjoy it. I'll probably see it too. Just, you know, later, not in theaters. And I'll probably enjoy it. But this one didn't just jump out at me the same way that my pick of the week did. Tom Hanks is a great actor. He's one of the best alive today and best ever. But movies like this don't really give him a chance to shine. These are easy movies, good for a little entertainment, but will be quickly forgotten. Dan Brown is an author just like Lee Childs or Vince Flynn. They're a book a year type writers who just push stuff out. And it's not bad work, but it's just okay at best. Fans of Brown will probably enjoy the movie and non-readers will, you know, okay, they'll probably enjoy it too. This movie is safe. It's a safe bet. But I just think the next movie, also based on a book, it's going to be so much better. So my vote is you check this movie out. But I do not believe it's worth a theater watch. And my friends and dear listeners, it is time for my pick of the week. Do you know what it is yet? Have you ever heard of American Pastoral? The life of Swede Livov is thrown into turmoil as his daughter is considered the main suspect in the bombing of a post office after her ties with a radical political group are revealed. This stars Ewan McGregor from Trainspotting, Jennifer Connelly from Beautiful Mind, and Dakota Fanning from War of the Worlds. American Pastoral is based off a book by Pulitzer Prize winning author Philip Roth, who also wrote the book Indignation, which was also turned into a movie this year. It had uh, Logan Lerman in it. Critics already hate this movie. Roger Ebert's website gave it a 2 out of 5, and I respected Roger Ebert, but I always thought he was a little too critical. Like Just like all the other critics out there, it seems like he forgot that movies should be fun and enjoyable and you shouldn't just nitpick them to death. I don't know what a-hole is in charge of the site now, but whoever they found is just as critical, if not more. Siskel and Ebert were great, and it was a great show. I loved watching it every week, and it was great because they would surprise me and would every once in a while like a movie that was normally not up their alley, and they would give it a thumbs up just because they enjoyed it. Like, they didn't fully lose that love of movies, and they could still acknowledge that a movie could be maybe not technically great, but still be fun, and that is enough to give it a thumbs up. But back to the movie. From the looks of the trailer alone, each actor gives a fantastic performance, but that's not very surprising, seeing that it's three of the greatest actors of our time. This seems to be a wonderfully shot movie with a perfect mix of close-ups and shots that encompass a whole room to give a real lonely feeling. You know, that scene where you only have like one or two people talking, but it pans out so the whole room is in frame. So it kind of gives this feeling of emptiness that that even though there's this drama going on you're just hollow inside this is going to be a mildly dark movie and since philip roth is so highly thought of in the world of literature i doubt it's going to have a happy ending because remember folks literature is sadness 
Happiness is for genre fiction. This is my pick because it just looks better than Inferno. The Tom Hanks-Ron Howard combo is good, but not great. This is going to be a solid and enjoyable movie. I just believe that American Pastoral will be better. So my vote is you see it, and you see it in theaters. And my friends, it is time to end episode 17 of Future Flicks. If you're still with me, if you're still listening, thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. And remember, you can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and any podcast listening app. Also, the Somewhat Nerdy website. Never forget that. Do you need to reach me? Leave a comment. Also, you can hit me up on Twitter, BilliamSWN. Email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Square Circle podcasts from the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Network and the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all the latest blogs and news. And lastly, as always, my dear friends and My dear, dear listeners, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, signing off. I'll see you in the future.